Okay, and I read that on your website that you started off, though, as a singer-songwriter. I did. You know, everybody I think that starts in the music business has that hope to be in front of the camera. And then when I got there, the creative side was really hard to break into more than the business side as a young woman. Welcome to the Big Ass Podcast. For no ask is ever too big. I'm Tara Renzi. And I'm Brooke Run. We are on a mission to give women confidence to rise and be bold, ask for what they desire, and be who they came to be. But if you want all that, you're going to have to put a little ask into it. We know that all asks come in different shapes and sizes, but the bigger the ask, the bigger the win. Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast. Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast. We are back. I am Tara Renzi. And I am Brooke Run. Welcome, welcome. T, it's been a while since we've been together. Girl, I have missed you. I have missed you. You know, we've been doing those mini sessions and they're just not the same without my bud on there with me, you know? It's not. It's not. I've missed our, our chatter and our jib jab. And today we have, I mean, we've got a pretty badass guest. We do. So if you guys remember, we had Jabari Washington on a few weeks ago and he, well, he loved the big ass. Okay. He loves it. And he was like, I've got, I've got someone even better than me. Yes. Yeah. Her name is Dina Marshall. We're going to talk to Dina here in a second, but I want to know what you've been up to over the last few weeks. You know, T, I told you, we just recently signed the deal on our house being sold. So it's it's under contract. We're moving July 29th. So now we're on the hustle to find a place, to find a home and figure out what we're doing. It's like a little run-a-bomb adventure, I like to call it, you know. So, so when, when do you have to be out? So our actual closing date is uh, July 29th. And um, we have no idea where we're going, what we're doing. But that's all the fun of it, you know? We're just going to kind of go. You could go live in your lake house, right? We could live in our lake house. Yeah. Yeah. But we could also live in your basement. I mean, it's big enough. You get the pool open, you know? Yes. You know, there's a house for sale right next to uh, our our good friend that lives in the neighborhood. Oh, really? No, I haven't. Next to Nugget is going on the market. Well, I need to look at that. Could you imagine me, you, and Nugget all in the same neighborhood? No. No. I would be at your door every day. Okay, what are we doing? I mean... What we do just be champagne flowing like water all the time all the time well congratulations on your house that's a big ass and yes. and i got it you got it you got it see patience made it worth it well i've been on like this little uh, road road show i went to vegas for a few days and you know partied my lights out like i was 20 again and then suffered <laughs> after i got home <laughs> And then I took my son Jack to Washington, D.C. for a week of sightseeing and touring. We got to go into the Pentagon, which was a really big ask. That's amazing. Yeah. We had private tour. Well, not a tour. We couldn't call it a tour. We had private access as Kansas delegates at the United States Pentagon. That sounds pretty VIP. That was very VIP. We had to pass all kinds of security tests. And just if anyone's wondering, I've got a clear background. I've never even been arrested. That's amazing. Have you no, I've never been arrested. Nope. I haven't been. Hey, we've got our guests on here. Let's ask uh, Jabari and uh, Dina. Have you guys ever been arrested? Yeah. 
have yes. not. You have Jabari? Yes. I have. <laughs> for being so cute, Jabari, is that what you've been arrested for, friend? Something like that. <laughs> you have you been arrested? Dina has not. I have not. No. I've never even stepped into... I had to bail some friends out once. That's the closest I've ever gotten to jail. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of speeding tickets. That's about the extent of my my trouble. I've never got... I've actually gotten one ticket. I made an illegal left turn into the school parking lot. First day of kindergarten for my son. And there was some jackass (laughs) Picketing kindergarten moms. And all the moms are like, who's that mom? Instead of, work, instead of real crime, they're just waiting for people to pick up yeah. kids. Kindergarten, kindergarten moms. It was, I was like uh, already a mess about having to take my kid to school, and then I get a ticket in front of all the other people. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's get to know Dina. I, I'm like super I do, excited. I do want to say this. I just went to Vegas for the Grammys like a month ago, and... I partied like I was 21, and it took me a week to recover from that Vegas trip. <laughs> I mean, it does, but there is something about Vegas, right? It's like 2.30 in the morning, and you're like, holy shit, I should probably go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like time does not exist in yeah. Vegas. Like, it does not exist in Vegas. They put something in the air in those casinos. Yep. They really, really do. There and, it's like, you don't even know what time it is. Yeah, it's amazing. So you were the Grammys. I mean... You guys, wait till you first, we're going to give you the official introduction. We have Dina Marteau <clears throat> on the podcast today. By the way, I, I've just been stalking your website, and I wanted to start off by reading your mission. Oh. Which, Brooke, Thank I don't you. know if you read the mission. I did. You're going to love it. I have notes on it. And with absolute confidence that the universe will always deliver the necessary experiences for me at the most appropriate times. I believe there is no such thing as failure, but instead invaluable lessons that build my character and spirit. I want to inspire and serve the world through my words, actions, and grace. Amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have to remind myself of what my mission and purpose is every day so I can get through all the obstacles that you face just trying to make it through the journey. So that that is... That is it. That's okay. Well, just just spill on yourself for a little bit. Tell us what you're up to, what you're doing, who you are. Yeah. Well, I'm Dina Marto. I was actually born in Jordan in the Middle East. I'm Palestinian Jordanian. I moved to Atlanta when I was five, and I started a PR firm at 19 in college. That was my first business. Represented a lot of big people in entertainment, and then at the age of 21, got handpicked and hired by. L.A. Reid at Island Def Jam when he was chairman and Jay-Z was president. I worked there for six years in the A&R department, worked with everybody from Janet Jackson, Nas, L.O. Cool J, Young Jeezy, Rick Ross, and the list goes on. Def Jam was a great place to be at that time. And then I left and built my own recording studio in Midtown Atlanta. I owned and operated that for seven years. I did artist development, talent management, and publishing deals and then I sold that studio in 2019. I've been on TI's management team for probably the last four or five years and I just launched an all-women-led agency in 2020 where we do marketing, branding, PR, um, project management in the multicultural community for different businesses that want to scale. So that is literally my 20-year journey summed up. (laughs) So two words. Badass. Well, I mean, you're just you. a badass. Thank you. I'm serious. <laughs> okay, and I read that on your website that you started off, though, as a singer-songwriter. Song I did. Yeah. You know, everybody I think that <laughs> starts in the music business has that 
hoped to be in front of the camera. And then when I got there, the creative side was really hard to break into more than the business side as a young woman. And so I got an opportunity on the business side and I took it and then I never looked back at the creative side, but I am creative at heart. And I think everybody kind of starts there till you figure out, well, I'm not that great of a singer or writer as other people are that you can support in this business. Amazing. Well, how great that you could actually self-assess enough to be like, hey, this isn't where I shine, right. but I could go onto the business side and really do amazing things. You know, I always yeah. tell people to just like do what's nat you're naturally good at doing. So if doors are opening for you in a certain area, like that's a sign. Go go through those doors and see what's next. It all helps in the like stepping stone process through your journey. Yeah. I love that. I had a life coach who once, uh, she told me, she's like, just think of yourself as water and flow. And if you're water, you always flow in the path of That's least right. resistance. Mm -hmm. And so I have, I've, I've like, if I'm ever stuck, I just like go into this visualization of like, okay, I'm water. Like, where am I going to flow naturally? Yeah. I love that. Don't resist what's I love already that. like coming into your, your, your like zone. So you, it's, it's a, I think life is a, a real, um, learning process of like trying not to control things and not resisting yep. what's already flowing in your life. I love that. And I also, I love how you put in your mission statement that the universe always delivers like yeah. God, the universe, whatever you want to call it always gives you what you desire in some way, shape or form. Right. And so if you do least resist and you just kind of like believe and trust and have faith and all those things, like they, it does deliver. And I love how you put that in your mission statement. I Thank you. Cool. Yes, I totally believe that because you think you need something at a certain time and then it throws something your way and then you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. After you go through yeah. it and see how it all fits in the puzzle piece, it, it's pretty interesting. I love that. Okay, so I have we have to go back. You said a lot of really big names there. <laughs> and there is, and Dina, there is no shame in my game. I am a mom who drops my kids off at school yeah. and immediately get out of the car and I put on TI. Okay. okay. I love I it. I put on those rap songs and I'm just in my car loving it. What is he like to work with? I love his music. Yeah, you know what? Tip is a very um He's a smart man. Like, I mean, he doesn't just use all those big words for show. Like, mm -hmm. he's actually really, it's, it's been fun being on his team. We, we do everything from, like, real estate. We launched a podcast together, which was number one on Apple iTunes, um, Apple Podcast. We have done so many different deals. He's just a mega mogul, and he's a really nice guy. And he really is, like, a person of the people that wants to, like, have a give give a voice for people that you know usually don't have that voice. I love that. Yeah. I used to watch his show with his wife. Yeah, you know the show you get on TV, and I just love him because he's so chill and she's like all the time, yeah. you know. And he just like I don't know. I just I love his music. I love what he's about, and I just think that is What's so cool. You drop song? I don't know the name of okay, it, okay. but I like. But I I mean I've even had his CDs yeah, like yeah. back in the yeah. day, you know. Yeah. So yeah. No, Jamari got to game. watch him perform in Kansas City this past Saturday, and um, I mean, he's got hits. He's, he was he really killed it out here. Really, yeah. It was it was a fun vibe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is That's that why you're in KC? Say it again, sir. Why are you? Is that why you came to Kansas City? It was, so it was twofold. It was Jabari and I. Jabari and I have been talking about me coming up here. I've never been to Kansas City before, and I just have to say this. I guess I've never had barbecue before until I came to Kansas City. <laughs> and, Where'd you um, have it? 
Well, we went to a couple places. We've gone but, to a couple places. Yeah. We went to Jack okay. Stack. We went to. Did you go to Jack Stack? We yeah. Jack Stack. We went That's to, my thing. That's my thing. We went to yeah. Gates. Yeah. We went to. Um, what was the place we went to? Char- Did you go to Arthur Char- Bryant's? Char- we went to Char- Bar- I mean, you guys have a barbecue restaurant in every corner, honestly. Oh, yeah. It's so, oh, yeah. It's so interesting. You know, I don't eat it very often. I would I don't that, care. You know, that's so crazy because it's like everywhere. It's hard. Like even the mac and cheese, you order mac and cheese, they're like, oh, do you want burnt ends on that? I'm like, oh, <laughs> like we can just add it to anything. That's fine. So no, it's been cool. That's so I came cool. Up here, um, I've been wanting to come up here. Jabari and I have been wanting to do some content and do just, he wanted me to come hang out in KC. So I thought what a better time than knocking out, seeing a show and hanging out and being at the gym for the first time with him. That's really you know, cool. You've been, you started training with Jabari virtually. Is that how you guys met? Yeah, it's um, an interesting story. So he saw me. It was me. a big ass. It was a big ass. That is <laughs> for sure. We love a big ass. We love a big ass. He, I will, I'll tell you how it went. I, I was on a podcast expeditiously with, with T.I. And he saw me on that podcast. And I guess he took a chance and reached out to me. And was like, listen, because it was the, the pandemic had hit. Everybody's inside. We're quarantined. Can't go to the gym. Can't do anything. And he was like, I will give you one month of free training virtually. And if you like it, we can continue. And we've been working out for two years now. That's amazing. See, Jabari. <laughs> I met Jabari virtually, too, during the pandemic. This was like his big win. Like, not, you know, Were you just he, reaching well, out to everybody? He was everybody? really great virtually. I think it takes a special type of person, though, to do good virtual training. Yeah. And Jabari, I mean, I, it was, my body, I got real fat during the pandemic. Oh, and I met Jabari, and I was like, help me, help me, help me. I think I was eating a full bag of double stuffed Oreos every two weeks. And I wasn't going to the grocery store because I was terrified. It was instant burden <laughs> my house. And one time there was a shortage over that period of time, and I thought I was going to, like, freak oh, out. And then That's I realized so i got to get it together. Well, I'll, I'll say this. A lot of people went that way. Like, they got bigger during the quarantine, and then I got smaller because I had a chance to actually, like, pause and take care of myself. Um, Good for you. I was traveling so much before. I think I was traveling two to three times a week with Tip, and we would make L.A. trips at least once a week. And that really wears on your body. Um, oh yeah, the east coast to the west coast, and um, so I really got myself together in, during. And it really takes, I think, two things: a great trainer, number one, but you having that self motivation to be able to train virtually because you can yes. times just cheat yourself through the process. Yeah. Yes. I so love I have a question for you because you were with uh, Ti during the pandemic, yeah. and. You, you're in the entertainment industry. Life is built on shows and travel and selling tickets. And during that time, when I still am uh, a keynote speaker, and so I saw you know my entire business unravel in about 45 days, and it was absolutely uh, yeah. devastating. And I thought, how am I ever going to get through this? Now, my business compared to someone like Ti, I mean, how was that? And was it a dark time? Did you guys know that people would bounce back? Like, I mean, what? What was going on as the business manager of yeah, you know, you know it's, it's something like that. So, luckily, he's been a smart businessman, and he's a brand that's more than just his music. So he doesn't just rely on the shows, and he has invested in a lot of things. He has all these different businesses. Um, the podcast was a big doing the podcast is a great pivot and stuff like that. Still doing it virtually. 
So, I mean, luckily, Tip has enough other things going on where it didn't, like, totally kill his, you know, income flow. And he was able to, I mean, now we're able to go back and do shows. But for that time period, it was a, it was a pause. So it's being able to be flexible and pivot and having that groundwork already set. So when something happens, you've got multiple streams of income and not just relying Definitely. on one thing. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I think that COVID business. created so many people to pivot. You know, so many people had to like figure things out. Think what do I do? The box, right? You have yes. To really figure out like what's important and how do I now do that? Because like we really figured out that like you don't need to have all these in-person meetings flying across yeah. the country all the time doing all this stuff. The travel got cut back like almost like 90%, honestly. It was yeah. totally cut back for us. So going from traveling multiple times a week to not having to travel at all. It was a total difference. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is kind of great too, because that allows you to utilize your time yeah. in different ways now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you're, we're much more efficient now. It, I feel I like believe so. And yeah. People thinking like you, you need employees to come into the office building or like have to, you can't work. And for me, I've been an entrepreneur for so long and I'm a self starter that I've always worked from home. So that was not a, like transition for me. That was something I already knew how to just jump right into and not, a lot of people had to feel that like difference and they had to yeah. work through that. One of the yeah. things that you guys asked me about the last time I was on was, you know, certain success principles. And <clears throat> I got to spend some time last year with Dana and Rick Ross down in Atlanta for a conference that he had. And one of the things that Dana talked about, even with the nature of our relationship is that one of the success principles you need to have is your ability to pivot. Most people can't pivot in life. Most people can't adjust to new norms. And um, I think that's what kind of stood out to me reaching out to Dina is she was like, well, wait a minute, she's had trainers before. She's worked out, she was with Orange Theory. You guys are Orange Theory girls. Um, but she's definitely, um, been in the fitness arena, if you will, prior to meeting me, but it was a little unique to have someone reach out to her and say, hey, let's pivot. Let's try something a little bit different. Now she has a full, a fully functional, fully operating gym inside of her garage yeah. that we train out of. But we started off with just, what, some five-pound dumbbells. Five-pound dumbbells, <laughs> and I would run outside and do all his training outside and then I built myself um a, like an at-home gym got a treadmill got a bunch of weights bands everything. she was sending me she was sending me screenshots every week for like four months should I get this should I get that mm -hmm. look at this treadmill look at the reviews so and we put together I love that well I I've even been known I was at played against sports the other day and I was like FaceTiming Jabari and I was like hey I want to stuff to my gym like what should I get yeah. Uh -huh. He's always available for FaceTime. I, I mean, it's, you, he's just a pretty incredible yeah. human. That's why I, I love that. No excuse. Like, if you really want to work out, you can. Like, you can figure it out wherever you are and, and do yeah. stuff. You know, it'd be good to have some tools, but you don't have to go into the gym to get healthy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I have, a, okay. I have a, a chapter in my book called The Sweaty Towel, and it's about the pandemic and how I went from having to group fitness to being like, I don't know what to do. And then, you know, thank God I found Jabari. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was able to get it all back. Okay, you got a, you got a question, Brooke? Yeah, so speaking of pivoting, I would love to pivot to 
you started this organization, this agency for women in yeah. 2020. Can you tell us more about that? I would love to know more. About yeah. That. So when the pandemic happened, we were all sitting there like, what, what's it, you know, it gave us time to think what's important. What do we really want to do? How do we really want to give back? And my business partner, Courtney, who has been in marketing, branding, PR for like 20 years, she's been in male dominated industries and radio and kind of that world and corporate America. And then I have been in the entertainment business for so long in a male dominated industry. And we've both been mentored by men. We never had women mentors. So we really wanted to focus in and give opportunity and a space for women to collaborate with each other and to provide that mentorship and guidance for like the next generation of women leaders. So we built this all women team. We work with men all the time. That's not the thing. It's just being able to provide a space where you can get a positive, real, um, like on hand experience with women that have done this before and that can help guide you. I love that. And so on your roster, is it entertainers and yeah, so we work mostly with businesses. Um, we are probably going to be pivoting into representing some athletes and some talent as well, but it can, it can be restaurants. We've worked with a CBD sexual wellness brand called Foria. That's amazing. We have built their brand ambassador program, like the uh, multicultural agency for them. And we've worked with, um, uh, law firms, uh, just, and it's just the, it's a range of clients and what they need, but it's all basically branding, marketing, PR, project management type of services, and it just differs for every person. Her net That's is amazing. really good, too. She's got a pretty large net that she's pulling people in from. She's being very modest right now. But. That's so fun. I love that. I mean, that's <laughs> which uh, I love that. And I, you too, your video is just, you're you. just old and beautiful. And, uh, but then you've got power to the pump, Marto minute, 12, yeah. Studios, 12 music. What's yeah. this 12? So 12, 12 was number. the studio that I built and operated and then sold. Um, and then 12 music was the production company that I signed talent to and represented talent. So I still have, um, some of that stuff, just not all the, I'm the only, the only talent I'm working with right now is tip. And, um, okay. he takes a, a lot of my time. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that you know, when you look back on your career, you know, one of the things that Brooke and I talked about on an early episode was kind of that initial big ask, like something that we did that totally changed the trajectory of our business, of our life, yeah. our success. What was that for you? What was that? moment or the ask or I, something that you had to do to really change everything for yourself. you know I actually think it was when LA Reed offered me a job when I was only 21 I was pretty much the youngest person at Def Jam that wasn't an intern and when he offered me that job it was like opening the door of the music business wide open to work with the cream of the crop and from the best of the best and I really got an inside look of how a major label is run and how you develop talent and how you put out superstars. And that was like the, that for me was probably my biggest opportunity at, at the beginning with that door opening. And then I think for me, my journey has been a constant ask of what, like, what is next? Like what can I, when I started my PR firm in college and I had no idea what I was doing, I asked, Hey, my first client, Will you let me do PR for you for free, pro bono, just so I can prove to you what I can do, and then I can start getting clients that'll pay pay me. So I think it's just a, a series of asks that you have to you have to be able to 
speak up and the worst thing that can happen is no and then you 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 pivot and you or you or you go a different direction yeah I think a common theme that you see with really successful people and I don't want to throw myself in that category yet we're still getting there but a common theme is being able to do something and loving doing something that you would do without any monetary gain. And if you are willing to do that, then, and I think I talked about that on the episode that I was on with you guys one-on-one, I knew that this was something I was ready to do because I was willing to do it without any monetary gain. You know, the first thing that she did was ask her first person that she wanted to do PR for, would you let me do it for you for free? Even after having some success and notoriety, the first thing that I asked her, knowing who she was, what she represented, how many times she gets vetted for opportunities on a day-to-day basis, would you let me do it for free? And if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to give it away, then it's something about God and the way that the world works that it all comes back to. Yeah. Well, that was one of the secret sauces that we said goes into the big ask, and that's really being able to deliver. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, people put themselves out there. People say they can do this, but can they deliver? Yeah. And then putting yourself, I know for me early on, it's just, right? it was, hey, I'll prove it for free. Like, just put me on a stage, put me in front of people so I can prove that, you know, it's, it's, it's out there. And I know, Brooke, you've had a lot of that scene with what you've done. Oh, yeah. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm actually, so I'm a business mentor for women with branding, marketing, being bold and all those things too. And I think the biggest thing is that you have to be able to, when you're speaking that you're going to be giving results, like you have to actually be able to give those results. But I offer free classes. I offer free things, you know, which actually really helps me build uh, my knowledge, my wisdom, all the things too, you know? So, and I was going to, what I was going to ask you was, which I think is so beautiful because you said, I just kept asking, I kept asking. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, there are moments I'm sure you had the fear of like, oh my gosh, like the nose, like it was terrifying, but you walked with it, right? Yeah. Like you continued and you just continue to build that confidence over and over and over again with like the business and the life and the success you've created, which is just such a cool testimony to all the people you work with, especially in your woman brand, you know? Thank you. And I, I just I, love that. And I would just yeah. back and say, that, you know, my motto has always been like, just let me, if you just let me in the door, if you let me in that room, if you let me sit at that table, yeah. I promise you I'll deliver. I'll bet on myself every time. And I think Jabari's the same way. Just give me a chance yeah. and I will deliver for you. So you're right. You have to be able to show up and do what you say you're going to do. And in any mm-hmm. type of business that you are pursuing, you have to be consistent and persistent. You cannot get discouraged by the first no or the first fail. You want to fail right. fast fail forward right so that you can do it and learn quickly trial and error what's best and what's not and pivot and if somebody says no by the way there's plenty of other people that will say yes there's not like that's your, right your uh, success is not determined based on one person or one opportunity and I always think like what's meant for me is meant for me so if I don't get that deal or if I didn't get that opportunity then something better is for me a hundred percent amen to that <laughs> Okay, so I have a couple fun questions okay. for you before we before we wrap here. You really don't know how to ride a bike? I, I know, know that was from mine too. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. 
office yesterday. Yo. They're like, what? I'm like, I wasn't an athlete. This is what's so crazy about working out. Like, I've never been, I've never been on any, like, sports team. I never ran track. Like, I did nothing as a kid growing up. <laughs> any kind of athletics, nothing. So, like, my, my physical, like, career started in my 20s when I started working out for the first time. Like, I literally had no background on that. Yeah. I have well, to we, tell you, I love wheels. What's that? I said we could get her some training yeah, wheels. And get yeah, we need some training wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you, I really enjoyed that fact question uh, question part of your website. Really? I just I loved it. They, and that was the one that stuck out to me, too. I'm like, lemon is her favorite, but then she doesn't know how to ride a bike. No. Like, that is so interesting to me. I love it. Hey, so while we're on it, you guys, uh, if you're listening, pick up your phone right now and go to dinamarto.com and just check her website out. The first off, the celebs on there, you know, there's a Justin Timberlake sighting, uh, among many, many others, but she does have this really fun, if you're looking for something to do for your website, like, I, I mean, I think I'm going to copy you. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so fun, cool. right? But it's these 10, it's, is it seven fun facts yeah. or nine or? Yeah. Yeah. And the lemon, the lemon twist is on there, and the bike. Mm-hmm. Go find out what the other, so other ones are. Yes, and also follow me on social media um, at Miss Marto M I S S M A R T O because that that's where I kind of show you a glimpse of like my everyday work life. And work You're a life. chef. Yeah. You're a chef, right? Oh, well, I'm I do. Well, I'm not a chef. She but she oh, okay. I'm a self-proclaimed chef yeah, in, my, in my yeah day. yeah. <laughs> I love to cook. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll good. That's awesome. Times about this is what I'm eating. And what yeah. she's really doing is trying to show off to me how well she can cook. No, you know, yeah. I, 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 I eat pretty healthy, like a Mediterranean diet. I try to stick to as much as I can. Yeah. Unless you're in KC eating burnt no, ends. I, I That's right. I never did it here. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how you could just not. I mean, <laughs> it's like I literally ate everything. I ate mac and cheese last night. It was it's too much. It, it, <laughs> I guess so. That's right. So, hey, I want to know before we go, and I think Brooke has uh, one last question too. What is? I mean, if you go look at your website, I mean, you've met so many people. Yeah. You've worked with so many, so many different, really successful, driven individuals who, you know, obviously. And if you look through them, we know that hey, a lot of them came through a lot of adversity to get to where they are. Um, but what is? If you look back, like, what is that career highlight that you're like, holy smokes, I cannot believe that happened. That's a good question. Um, You know, I have to think about that. There's so many. I I received a proclamation from the city of Atlanta for my studio and what I was doing with creative talent in the city, nurturing talent. And I thought that was a really big moment for my career. Like, I I was really excited and proud of that moment. Actually, Rick Ross was there to help me receive the award. And I had so many people. I, I built a staple in Atlanta. And I really feel like it's one thing to have built a business, but like something that people know and they go to and they want to be there. And it's known for like nurturing and creating this really incredible space for creatives. I love that. Um, that that's kind of like one of my like just the fact that I was able to do that. I didn't know a thing about building a studio, to be honest. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Okay, so my so my last question here is, and I love that you said this, that you base all of your decisions on intuition, right? Yeah. Like you just intuitively know. And I think it's so important for us to give other women permission just to trust and believe, right? Yes. So I want to leave you with this. Like, what was your one piece of advice that you give to a woman who's stepping into business, who's stepping into the big ass? 
That's a great question. I would say that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, he's been raving about you guys. Um, I, I would say a couple of things that, you know, you've got to trust that you, you have to trust in the universe in the sense of what's, everything's going to happen at its right timing. So enjoy the process while you're in it, because oftentimes we're so focused on the goal. We're not present for the actual process of what's going on. If you pick something that you actually, you're naturally good at doing and you enjoy doing, focus in on that, build a team of people that know how to do the other things that you're not so great at doing. And, and money will come after, like focus in on exactly what you want to do first and don't focus on the money and it will show up. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. 100%. So what's next for you, Dina? Like what's your next What's your next big ask? We're on a process. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can get, and just building up this agency, want it to be like a go-to agency in the nation, like just really build it up, and of course, um, hopefully soon get married and have some kids. (laughs) I love that. That is a pretty magical time in life. They'll slow you down a little bit, but that's yeah, definitely. Well, Dina and Jabari, thank you so much. I mean, you are, you both are just incredibly inspiring. Your story is truly just amazing. And we just, we want to thank you so much for being on here today. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So once again, go check out Dina on her website, dinamarto.com. Give her a follow on Instagram at Miss M-I-S-S-M-A-R-T-O because she's just got amazing content, fun recipes, and maybe she's going to learn how to ride a bike. You know you what? Know. We, and, we'll, and we'll film that if we do that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having us. viral. Yeah. So yeah. Well, thank you so much. All right. All right, everybody. You are listening to the Big Ask Podcast, where we love asks of all sizes. And we know. And- bigger the ask, the bigger the win. So keep asking those questions and have an awesome day, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.